Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? Oh, yeah. I need to clean my webcam up. But y'all get to see this often. But welcome to another exciting episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Podcast, 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 podcast. Yeah. All right. So everybody left me. I started a little early. Everybody left me. Uh, welcome to another episode of my Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike B. Um, Glenn's going to join us in a minute. I'm glad you guys could tune in. I uh, got my man James from the DC Commonwealth coming through. Shout out to everybody that's on the Facebook Live, on the YouTube Live. That's zero. I'm looking at the numbers. I have zero people watching. Nobody's watching me right now. <laughs> Maybe because I said 630 and it's 616. I don't know. But I'm feeling good right now. I got on my painted full t-shirt. I had some Olive Garden. Don't tell my trainer. I had Olive Garden. I had Olive Garden today. I don't know if y'all can hear this music. Shout out to my man, Infrared Crypto. Infrared Crypto on the beat. I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow. Shout out to everybody going to the Almost Ladies Night. We made our return this Thursday. Almost Ladies Night. Back. Shout out to the homie Tommy Teller Jr. I need to cut some light on. That's probably what the, what the problem is. Got my man James going to come through from the DC Comedy Loft. There you go. Let me get my set together. Let me get my set together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how y'all feeling out there? Let's talk for a little bit. I got a little time. I got a little time to kill. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm feeling good. Um, I haven't had the best kickoff to my comedy return. Honestly, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. I haven't had the best return to comedy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, my month of May had, was filled. Um, I'm keeping track of all of the money I was supposed to be making, all the money I was supposed to make, and uh, all the money I'm supposed to make, I didn't make because something always ultimately ended up happening. We'll talk about that as well. Glenn's going to join us in a few minutes about his um, baby update, baby countdown. Mike love the babies. Shout out to Broken Mike coming out my man Brandon Moore. Uh, we coming back June 15th. We got a second date as well. We're going to announce soon. So y'all keep your eyes and your ears on your social medias for that. Keep your eyes and ears open for that as well. Um, cooking up some stuff, man. We're in the kitchen, as the children would say. We're in the kitchen. Making up these dishes. I just want to talk throughout the whole song. Um, one day somebody's going to join me. <laughs> one day somebody's going to join me, man. But um, while that's happening, I just want to talk about, uh, I just had this experience. I don't know. Uh, I had this experience. I had to share this with my friend. I had to call my friend. Have you ever been on a phone conversation with somebody and you realize you didn't want to talk to them? Hmm? You, ever, you ever had that experience where you just was like, yo, I don't, I don't know why I'm on this phone with you right now like at all uh i don't understand why i'm on this phone conversation i don't know how i got on this phone conversation um but i don't want to be here anymore on this phone conversation uh i recently had that i I was on the phone conversation with somebody two minutes in i realized i didn't want to be on this phone conversation and i was looking for all the exit i was looking for the exit breaths 
I was waiting for the exit cues. I was waiting for that one good, that good ha ha. I was like, well, all right, man. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let me get off the phone. I couldn't find it. They they would not give me. I think they do what I was trying to do. They would not give me the exit ramp. I was looking for the exit ramp for this phone conversation. I was trying to find the exit ramp and I just couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. They wouldn't give it to me. I think they would be very, very selfish with that. I think they're selfish for not giving me that exit ramp. I didn't want to be in this phone conversation. I didn't. I, I didn't want to be in this phone conversation. I, I didn't understand how I got And it was it was one of those things where it was one of those conversations where you was I was trying to have a phone conversation. Like I was trying to have a phone conversation, but they wasn't giving me anything back to make it a conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, how was your day? Fine. Well, what do you what, what you go to? Nothing. What'd you eat for dinner? I ate. I'm like nothing. You're not gonna feed me anything. And then and then at the end, it's like, yo. I'm like, well, I I guess when I when I couldn't find the exit ramp and I couldn't find that that. That 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 way to get off the phone, I hit him with the all right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and get off the phone. Oh, well, you you ain't got nothing to talk about. Like I tried, I gave it an attempt, an honest attempt. I shot my shot. I did. I shot my shot, and uh, <laughs> it, it it didn't it didn't go well. It didn't go well for me. It didn't go well for anybody. So um, <laughs> I just I just wanted to get off the phone, and I realized I'm I, I, I'm at the age now where. I just, I rather, I rather just text you. I, I never understood people who just was like, "Yo, I just text you," you know. Oh, I'll do the phone. I don't do no phone. I was on those. Like, I, I like, I like phone conversations. I was that guy. Now I get it. Don't put me on the. No, I don't want to be on the phone. Um, I just want to make sure I was. I, I just want to make sure I was live and, and people was watching. It, it's so it's just me. It, it's just me right now. <laughs> It's just me right now. Um, but um, yeah, I, I get it now. Some people, some I, 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 you can't have a conversation with everybody. And um, that's fine. You know, you know, a lesson learned. Lesson learned. I won't be um, <laughs> making those mistakes anymore. Um, anymore. And I mean, boom. That's 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 really that's really where I'm at with it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, this was interesting. Um, what else? What else? I was going to talk about before everybody got in here. Um, what else was everybody? What else was I talking about? Um, is, is, am I watching myself? Uh, I got on my pay the full shirt. I don't know. This is my this is one of my favorite shirts. I got this from H and M, and um, it was only eleven dollars. I, I I doubt if I got it from H and M. Man, I don't know if I got it from H and M or not. But um, it's one of my favorite shirts to wear. Paid a full joint. Um, got the perfect sneaks for them. I've been been dying to wear them, and I finally got them. I got them, but I've been at them. So um, I look forward to. I look forward to wearing those as well. So I started there, got here a little early. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take a small, and by small, I mean a very small break. Be right back.
Yo. And that's my man, Kurt Bone Johnson. And welcome, guys, to the Open My Radio podcast. I know, I know, I know. I started early. Y'all start. Y'all probably fouling. Y'all probably are fouling in right now as we speak. No one's fouling in. No one's fouling in. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not even gonna lie to myself. Uh, that's Kurt Bone Johnson. Giddy up. Prior to that, I had my man Tony Cobain. Um, Moments, one of my favorite songs. Both of these songs are currently on iTunes, Apple iTunes, and on Spotify. Same place you can find our podcast or my radio podcast. Download it, subscribe to it. Love us, love on me, love on Glenn. Sometimes don't love on Glenn, love on me. And speaking of Glenn, I got my man right here. Oh, what's up, Glenn? Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, oh. how you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, hey, hey. I see you changed. I see you changed up the um, I see you changed up the 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 the, the, the room a little bit. The focal length. Now you get to see everything. You're looking at the entire baby making factory in here. Uh, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do that. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're looking at. That's what. <laughs> that's what we got going on right now. How's everybody doing out there, man? Thanks for Ooh. thanks for having me at the appropriate starting time, Michael. <laughs> hey, man. Look, we started off with three strong. strong I came on. Uh oh, you breaking up. See you breaking up. I don't know if he's talking and y'all can hear him or if I'm talking and you can hear me. Um sounds like we're talking at the same time. Uh I can't say six. Oh, there you go. I can't say show starts six thirty. And I'm I'm treating I'm treating like a I'm treating like a real open mic. Doors open up at six. This goes out at six fifteen, show starts six thirty. I need yeah. to just be like, yo, six thirty, show's gonna start. And you know, and that's it. I, I came I came in high, like yo, six fifteen. You know, I'm gonna start. Yep. The sh- I'm gonna do my thing. We had the list out. We had the list out at six fifteen. Nobody signed up though. And, me um, and you. Um, you went mute. You muted. Did I, oh, did, did I? Did I mute everybody? I think you muted me. Did I mute everybody? <laughs> um, did I mute everybody? I think I might. I think I might have muted everybody. Um, <laughs> Wait, you can't hear me. I might have muted everybody. Okay, I'm. I'm good. Wait, you can't hear me. Um, let me see. Can you hear me? Let me see. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Hear yeah, it says my white mic's working. I think everybody can hear it. Technical <clears throat> issues. Oh, y'all can see into the bedroom and everything. That's where the magic is made. What did I do? I did something. I can't hear you, Glenn. Oh wait, did you did you hit mute at the at the bottom? Is there's a mute? Oh, back. I couldn't hear you. All this means is I got change my. I got I got switch up my what you call it. Let me see. Move Glenn. Then I'm gonna. Can, can y'all hear me? Let me see. I'm going to say something. Glenn? I'm something. I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm talking. You hear words coming out my mouth. Yeah, I don't know what. Oh, okay, I know what I did. I know what I gotta do. <laughs> Excuse me. I can fix this. Okay. I know. I I, I know what I gotta do. <laughs> Show must go on. I, I, I know what I, I I'm gonna clo- close the door while you're figuring it out. I'm gonna I got right it. I figured it out. No, nah, I'm gonna I'm close the door though. I'm gonna close the I, door. I, 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 fig- I figured it out though. <laughs> <laughs> there was some good there was some good podcasting that happened. No one heard because I I, I didn't put it on the right. I didn't put it on the USB co- codec. I didn't put it on the right codec. No, which means I, which really yeah. means I need to switch my. I need to make my range. I got to change my arrangement up. It's really what it is. I got to change my arrangement up. How you make How you make my mic go quiet? I don't, how you do that? Uh, I don't know. I, I do things, man. I, I make magic happen. You okay. know, 
I'll, I'll be think, doing things anyway, man. But yeah, back they, to they missed they missed my hot joke. My hot joke was uh, we put the list out at six fifteen, but nobody signed up. It's just me and you. Yeah, just me and you. No one signed. No one signed <laughs> up for the show. Like three people shot. Three people showed up and then they immediately left. Um, <laughs> nobody wanted to see my face. Uh, nobody cared about me. That's because you started streaming at six fifteen and and you didn't put your face up. Dude, nobody wanted to hear, nobody wanted to hear the the, the ether instrumental. <laughs> no one turn like who turns out the ether instrumental, yo. I don't know who does that. These people apparently they turn out the the, the ether instrumental, yo. That's a damn um, shame. What's going on, man? Look, um, we got my man. We got my man James. He in the waiting room. I see you, James. We're gonna get to you in a minute, man. Uh, we came in a little too hot. We came in too hot, and um, <laughs> well, I came in too hot, but um. Hey man, the month of May is almost over with. I just want to talk about the fact that I had a whole bunch of shows that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I did none of those shows. Oh wow, was that was that your choice or what? what happened? No, it wasn't my choice. It's just like it, it was. It was like the the uh, uh it was, what they call it the um not the wrath of God. What they call it the uh in insurance claims ways. It'd be like the uh, uh act of God. It was an act of God, man. Things were just happening, and it just mm. happened to me. It was like. I was supposed to uh, do a feature set at the cellar door, and I got a flat tire. Oh, <laughs> on the way to the show. Isn't, isn't your car new? Yeah, man. Hey, look, we gonna put my business out there. Hey, look, new tire. Hey, look, tires are the kryptonite to a new car, yo. Was it, you got an Easter <laughs> Motors? Was that? Did you get an Easter Motors? What happened? Why? No, that was Carmax, yo. Yeah, the Carmax, car <laughs> Carmax give, give you fresh tires. Well, what happened? You hit a nail? What was? What's going I don't on? know, man. Hey, look, I was listening to. I was listening to the. Uh, well, listen to I was listening to I was listening to the streets' watching soundtrack. Okay, it was taking you back. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the zone too. I'm living. Uh, the, what was the joke? I know when girls like I was I was kicking mm -hmm. it right. I'm killing it. I'm killing it right. I'm hitting all the little Kim parts right. From the pro, yo, state your bills, dude. Killing all the little Kim parts. Next mm. thing you know, my tire, <laughs> the little tire gauge on the screen, <laughs> that joint went from like 30, 30 IP to like ten. Like just that, <laughs> <laughs> just the whole thing, ten, just that fast, yo. Deflated, deflated your whole mood, dude. Don't go, do You was like, wait, I don't remember this part of the beat. <laughs> Joe was like, whoa, 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 like that, right? So now I'm trying to get over. So, so I got over. I was in the middle lane, had to get to the far left lane. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't know if I was supposed to tip the highway patrol guy who changed my tire. Oh, you had a highway patrol officer? Yeah, I was. I, I, I thought I was going right. to die. But shout, out, shout out to the boys in uh, blue, right? Yeah, but that was VDOT, but they call them a different name. They, they, they're not VDOT. No oh, more. I thought you said <laughs> it was that. But, I, but equally, but I equally thought I was going to die. He had a mm. tire. Um, I didn't know if I was supposed to tip him or not. I don't know, but he did it. I was like, all right, whatever. All right. And um, I put a donut on and I was good to go. Wait, you didn't change your own tire? For what? I'm, <laughs> For what? I mean, you, you, I could. Okay, you just I could. okay. I can. You just waited for the, the other guy, or they just happened to show up at the right time, or they showed up at the right time, and I just stopped. I started pulling okay. stuff. Up. That's when I realized my my trunk is too dirty too. I have a really dirty trunk. Oh. I'm like, yo, I got too many clothes back here. I got too many unnecessary items in the back that I don't need in the back. You couldn't, you couldn't have changed it in a pinch. In a yeah, yeah. In a flash. Yeah, I was too fly. I was too fly to be on the land on the ground. I'm like, look, I'm, I got a show. I'm too fly. You ain't got to lay on the ground to, to change a tire, though. You it was rainy. I, I'm not, look, I'm not dressed for that type of labor. You the car. <laughs> <laughs> I went outside. I was like, yo, you need me to hand you a tool or something? But I mean, he had all the right, he had all the right equipment. He had like the, uh, 
the NASCAR jack that jacked up the joint really, really high. You know, uh -huh. he, had, he had the little. Oh, yeah, just to quickly do it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you know. I'm like, what? What? How I look like with a with a with a curtain? He go, he go, he go. He go. The economy's tough. You got to give people jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like this. And I know, gave him one. Just, I didn't know if I took them. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it probably would have been nice. You know what I mean? I had okay. Because usually, usually when he comes, he's he's like seeing boobies. You know what I mean? He ain't seen no boobies this trip, so give him a tip. Yeah, I got I got a tip. No tips, him. get a tip. Yep. I had no form, yo. I just looked at him. I like I didn't know what I was supposed to do, so I just looked at him. He's like, well, at least fly some cleavage. Like, <laughs> I got damn boobs. I, I don't know what the boobs you want, but I got them. You know, I got boobs. Uh, that's a, well, wait. So what happened? Did you end up making it to the show? Absolutely not. Not on the um, not on the donut. <laughs> oh, so you just turned around and went home? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I can't make it. Hey, next next time next time call me. I can't change your tire, but I can go to the show and do those <laughs> minutes for you. Dude, so, um, I did that one. Um, I, I didn't make that one. I did old Sullivan's. All right, I did. Old, I'm just looking at my list. I did okay. old Sullivan's. That's right around my 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 corner, my block. How'd that go? Um, that was cool. That was cool. I, um, that was cool. That was a fun show. But then I was supposed to do the DC Improv open mic last night, the Zoom joint. Oh, really? Yeah, I was supposed to do that joint, and then like my computer crashed. It did and needed an update. <laughs> oh, damn! At the at the exact time you're supposed to go on. Yeah. Oh, exact time I got on that I logged in, I waved, and then next thing I jump like, update, update, update. You got a flat tire on your computer too. Yeah. So who you called to fix that? Jesus. I just was like, you know what? He was on the main line. I just got off. I just kept going. I just like whatever. Uh, you know you can get you can get zoom on the phone. Did you do a backup? Would you would you hey man? I'm not pushing my luck. Okay. Again, next time that happens, just let me know because I could log in. You know what I'm saying? Just give me the login credentials. I'll change my name to Old Mike B, and I'll and I'll do a hot five. Hey man, we couldn't. <laughs> hey, look, nah, I hate it like that. Yo. <laughs> so, yeah. So so far, my May has been going well, man. Um, so how many I'm shows? Just, how many shows did you have, and how many shows got canceled? Um, seven, like mm. seven or eight out of out of the seven. I only did one. Oh wow! Yeah, Damn, yeah, yeah. The, the other show I was supposed to do, we got my guests on here. We're not gonna talk about that one, but that one actually got pushed back to like November. Okay. So like that, so that's like all of May. That, that's that's all of my May. That was, it. <laughs> and I was. I mean, I was. So this is what I learned so far into my comedy career, right? This is what I learned so far. Hit us with a jewel. Yeah, here's here's the jewel. Don't start counting the money until you get the check. <laughs> Because okay. I counted all of this money up, and it was like I got none of that money. Damn, none Damn. of it. Well, fifteen dollars. I got fifteen dollars. I got fifteen dollars in a pair in a bag of chips. You ain't had no contingencies in the, in the contract. To be like, in no, case no. I act of God, I still get paid. No, 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 no. I don't do that. No, <laughs> I am the Lord. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about that. Like all, you know, it's all good, man. Truth be told. I know I said I'll step in in a pinch, but I'm sorry that you didn't get to showcase your talents with the world. You know what I mean? Because you got you got cool stuff to say, just like uh, I got something to say, which happens to be streaming on YouTube. It's my special. That's out. I'll put a plug in anywhere, bro. Anywhere, any angle. Nah, that sucks. That sucks, man. Yeah, but. Without further ado, let's get our guest on. He keeps okay. disconnecting and reconnecting. We gotta find out if his is did he pay his his Wi-Fi bill over the break. Uh, right. This man is the um I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say Booker 
owner, showrunner. I don't know what his title is. He does everything. He does everything, including fix the AC. I want y'all to start clapping right now for DC Comedy Loft's own Mr. James Michael. Put him on the stream. What up, James? Hey. How are you gentlemen doing? What's going on, My man, James. How are you gentlemen? I was going to talk trash about you because I'm going to tell you the truth, James. I was talking about how bad my month of May went. And you put that. You put the candle on it. <laughs> <laughs> you put the candle on it when we had to rebook the, the May show. But I was like, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for when James, so I can see James eye to eye. And I'll be like, you ruined me, James. I needed that money. <laughs> that I was supposed to. It's my daughter's college fund. You ruined it. Oh <laughs> uh, no! It's, it's this month. It's been something. I mean, it's been one thing after another for us too. So. How's it going with the reopening right now? Because apparently things are kind of reopening, things are kind of not. How's how are you handling it? Well, I think like right now we're looking at May or not May, Jesus, uh, June seventeenth as our reopening. Nice. So, um, just in terms of get us getting restaffed, there was some unplanned maintenance, such as a gas leak that happened. Oh wow! During the shutdown. Yeah. And that happened fairly recently, and that backed us up for a few weeks. So it's just been one thing after another. So I think the 17th, we'll roll into the Michael Blaustein shows. And it wasn't laughing um, gas, because that would have been helpful for a no, comedy club. No. <laughs> this is the of the not fun variety. We're, we're, we're hoping we can get open by Pride, but I think that's a long try just because right now we're it's basically like opening a new uh, establishment because we don't have staff. Okay. We've got so about a handful of the bartenders returning, a couple of the box office, and our sound guys are coming back, and that's about it. Everything yeah. else is gonna be brand new. Now, when you say the sound guy, do you mean I can't think of the black guy's name? Um, I, yeah, I, Terrell. Terrell. I was gonna call him Trey because I'm racist, but you said Terrell. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I like Terrell. That's the homie. That's the homie in, in the sound booth. That dude always yeah. get out for me. Even though I didn't remember his name, but it's fine. It's been a long, it's been a long <laughs> pandemic for everybody. Now look, now now James, you've been on this thing for like a year and a half. Like y'all was starting to really roll. Y'all was cooking with Crisco. Um, how how did you manage to the um navigate through this pan, through, through this whole year and a half? Because uh, I was reading your Facebook statuses and like you was keeping track. You're like, right now I'm waiting on DC to say something. We're only at ten percent capacity. I don't know if we're able to open up like this. I mean, so how were you able to keep your sanity through all of this? I, I wouldn't know. I, I think it might be overstating that I may have kept my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just, I mean, at some point, it's something that was outside of my control. So why am I going to stress and lose what's left of my hair about it? If it's something yeah. I just, I, it's, it's something I can't control. And I just have to be patient because I, ha like, there's no choice. I mean, we did some, we did the online stuff. And we did some things like that. We got a couple of corporate gigs that got mixed in that helped a little bit. Um, but a lot of it was just having to have patience, even though this is definitely not one of those industries where that's what you want. You don't want to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the only saving grace is that everyone else is in the same position. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something yeah, where Yeah, I mean, that you was were, a lot of it too yeah. that helps. Yeah, it, it helps that. It wasn't just us. It was everybody. I mean, the pilot program that DC Improv was being able to be a part of in April, we were invited to be a part of too. We just, it was because of some of the uh, building issues and honestly, the restrictions of 
50 people plus you had to be 20 feet from the stage. No, it was 30 feet from the stage and all the restrictions that went along with it. We could, we would have been only able to put 15 people in the building and it just wouldn't, it wouldn't, you can't, we couldn't have functioned like that. That would, we just don't have the space. We're a relatively small venue and something like that. We just can't operate. With. I'm going to be honest with you, James. I think y'all could. I mean, for us comics, <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong open mic. That's a really good <laughs> audience. Well, that's what it, it would end up having to be, like local showcases or something like that. But, I mean, there's only so much. When you got to pay a rent of 20000 a month, <laughs> yeah. 15 people a night just not going to pay that bill. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, you know, but you don't have to. I think that I think you put a lot of uh, onus on paying that bill. I mean, pay it on time. <laughs> I think you put a lot of pressure yourself to pay it on time. I mean, there's a lot of times. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and that's what a lot of venues are going to come up against. Is I mean, you've had these bills build up where you some places do owe a hundred thousand in rent, two hundred thousand in rent because they kept getting deferred and they didn't get forgiven. It's gotten deferred. So you'll start seeing more and more vent venues and restaurants once those debts start being called into right. uh, collection like mm. they're, they're going to start closing I mean, we just saw in DC the Coconut Club just closed I mean not that that was a huge live venue but yeah. you're well, I, to see, I, you'll start to see more and more of that I feel like you're going to have to talk to a lot more of your black friends because we know how to float some bills you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying it's like okay you ain't getting paid <laughs> <laughs> this week, you know what I'm saying? We'll have to pay you next week. I'm only paying you half this week. You know what I mean? So if you if you talk to us, we'll be able to help you figure out like, oh, oh, you don't need to pay them until November. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. It's all about the it's all about the block feature on your phone. Um, once, yeah. you out, once you listen to voicemail, because they they um they transcribe voicemails now. You don't have to listen to them, you just read you can just read the, the, the topic sentence, but like you owe us, you can just block that number right then and there. Yeah. Go I'm actually on a I'm on a I'm on a first name basis with most of my bill collectors. I'll be like, listen, I ain't got it today, James. I ain't got it. That's my bill collector. Your name is James, but also my bill collector's name. His name is James. I know about his wife and kids, and he knows that I'm not paying until at least December. Well, that's I mean, thankfully for us with the uh, venue grant that's coming out, a lot of even some of our bills that are still pending. All that's going to get solved once that grant comes through. I mean, that was part of the backup, too, is we had to be more – we had to spread our finances thinner than we anticipated because we thought this was going to be a six- to eight-week shutdown, not a 15-month, 16-month shutdown. Yeah. So with, with that being said, how do you feel DC like handled everything? Because a lot of different cities handle it differently and a lot of different areas handle it differently. Virginia had their rules. Maryland had their rules. How do you feel DC handled it? The only thing I wish DC had done differently was tell us what the plan was from the beginning. It was a lot of letting us know what the rule was going to be three, four days before the rule changed. And we, and especially for venues and restaurants, anybody who deals with the public, you can't, it's impossible to plan anything when I don't know four days from now what I'm going to be allowed to do. Hmm. So that's yeah. the only thing. I mean, I, I think they did a they did a good job. I mean, we see it in the numbers that they did a good job of across the board of kind of doing a slow roll. The conservative approach really worked for the area overall. But I just wish there had been a better indication because we could have been better prepared when they went from 25% socially distanced to 100% <laughs> in less than a week. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, well, you know, you know, you know, James. No matter what, no, that's a really strong. I go back to that's a strong open mic. No matter what the number is, um, if you really got five in there, um, you got y'all have a really strong alley, um, a really strong alley that no one's supposed to park there, but we park there all the time. And yeah. um, we did a strong, like, strong open mic in that alley, right in the parking lot par- portion. We would have been there. Um, I know I would have been there. Um, we got some comments real quick from the from the I like to call it the um, the peanut gallery. Um, take no offense, nobody. Um, Stephanie, you might have heard of her. Um, Glenn, she said, "What up, guys?" That's, that's my baby mama. That's my baby mama there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> got my our homegirl engine design Jennifer. Happy belated birthday to Jennifer. She says, "Hey guys, as well." Um, she gave us some laughing faces. The pivot to himself. We're gonna keep going. Ghastly. <laughs> and then one of my battle buddies from the army, my man. Um, I just call him Moss. My man, Sergeant Moss, he said he'll put a little something on that bill for you, James. So, see, oh, okay. we're always looking out, man. We always got your back. If you can't afford $20,000, we'll put about $10,000. <laughs> that, that, that brings up a good point. How do you feel uh, like the comedy community, how supportive were they during this time? How, do you, how did that go for you? I mean, honestly, it, it was, we didn't have any negative uh, interactions during the show during the shutdown from the local community. I mean, it just showed that we're all a little dependent on each other. <laughs> yeah. This is true. So, I mean, I, I, I saw James. I seen James. He came to a couple of outside shows. He had a ponytail, man. He look, Life is great for James. He, he's, no, no, it's definitely... <laughs> he had a ponytail. James had a point. He was looking. He was looking good. He was. He was doing. He was lifting weights. I was, I'm talking about James, like he, uh, like he just got a joke. He was doing good for himself. <laughs> uh, he looked showered. He, he, <laughs> he really cleaned himself up. <laughs> he really, he's really doing. He's really doing well now that he's back to regular society. Um, um, so what has it been like now that the word is out? Cause I know I'm one. Of, I know I was. I'm not gonna say I'm one of the few people that knew that y'all was pop, open. Um, back on and popping. Um, but what is what have the email booking request been like? Like how was how is that coming along? How are you handling that? I know that's something different that you haven't had to deal with like in a year and a half. Where yeah, <laughs> so we went from on a normal like during the shutdown, I would normally get maybe two or three emails a day. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday I got 170 emails. <laughs> oh wow. And, and, and it's what? been like that for two or three weeks now. Is this just for headliners or just or just like regular like hey what are you doing? This What's is up? everything from hey I've never done stand up can I get on a show <laughs> to agents reaching out going hey can we get ex comedian on or get new dates for this person that, that got canceled earlier in the pandemic. Oh, oh wow! So oh. so it's, so you can feel the energy that it's coming back that it's like like getting back. Oh yeah, you I've had a lot of out of market. Comics reach out and say, "Hey, I'll that would normally be headliners in small rooms." Reach out, go, "Hey, I'll come and feature." Oh wow, <laughs> nice! Well, everybody just wants to get back to work. I mean, especially if you were a full time comic prior to the world blowing up. Mm. Uh, I mean, you've got to get positive income coming in at some point, so you'll take what gigs you can get, and if it's a feature date, it's a feature date. So that brings up an interesting question. Excuse me here, Mike. Let me just push you out the way real quick. That brings up an interesting uh, predicament. It puts, you know, comedians like myself who are like local host type, you know, feature types or whatever, because now you have bigger names that are like, I'll take those spots. Like, how do you feel like that is going to affect the community at large? 
Well, and I think for us, it's it's a positive um, because it'll make, as opposed to us trying to fill spots, it'll make it more of an incentive and a reward for us to be able to give out when the when we do have feature spots available. The five or six times a year that it'll be available, where headliners not bringing somebody, then we'll still have those hosts for, for basically the top performers, and we're also planning on mixing in local showcases especially in our smaller cellar room once that's back up and operating, which we think that's going to be August mm-hmm. um, is what we're targeting for that to be back up and running. So we'll take the, the summer months off just to get that first month and a half, just focusing on the main showroom. And then, I mean, it, people will still be able to get the reps. Plus I think we're going to add a late night um, Saturday open mic, similar to what they did at the draft house prior to it closing. But they had that 11 o'clock or 1045, 11 o'clock open Mm. mic. I think we're going to add something like that every Saturday. So that way people still get the opportunity to get on stage and be seen. And it also will give us time to be, or not time, but the ability to see some of the local talent that may get overlooked otherwise. Because there are some good comics that people just don't get to see because they don't know people. Well, Mm. well, you know, James, since you brought that up, I know a guy. (laughs) <laughs> who will be a really good I don't know if you know of him or not. I'm not gonna put no names out there. I don't want to. I don't want to publicly um, compete uh, or throw my name in the hat, um, James. But I know a guy <laughs> who who wouldn't mind um, hosting a late night Saturday. Um, and I think yeah, I think that's what we're gonna what we'll do is um, we're still working out the details, but it might be something where we. It might be either a set host or a rotating where it rotates between a couple people. That way, if somebody ever needs a day off or a weekend off where they got booked, you're not having to run from the Arlington to here or Goobies to here. I know a guy who doesn't mind um, <laughs> running back and forth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, um, I had his people reach out to my people. <laughs> Which is uh-huh. me. <laughs> Shout out to my um my broken mic comedy brother Brandon Moore. He says hi, gents. Mm. I got a um um got my man Tom, Tom, Tommy, hey, Tommy. Uh, my man Tommy. Um, he was he was the guy I was supposed to feature for at the cellar, and my my, my tire popped, and I feel like it's all Tommy's fault. Actually, I think he knew. He didn't, I think he, he wanted me on the show, and then deep down he was like, I can just take his twenty minutes. So he was like, I'm gonna do his a, a whole hour and twenty. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> Wait, so, so speaking of that, James, what do you think about the fact that Mike has somebody else change his tire? Where, where, where do you stand on that I, issue? I'm a little confused. I have never had somebody else change my tire. <laughs> well, no matter well, how, where I, what I was doing. <laughs> well, well, you know what? I get I get manicure and pedicures as well. I've I've grown up as an adult. <laughs> <Fair> I, <enough. laughs> I get manicure and pedis. I I I had on my hundred dollar hundred dollar plus Jordans and a, and a jacket with a chain. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not laying on the ground. I'm not. <laughs> when I grabbed that tire and that and that on that oil touched my fingertips, I was like ill. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh god, this is dirty. But to be fair, if it was Randy and you had to go to a gig, that was honestly probably the best call. <laughs> yeah. Around, even though you're still in the missing the gig. Yeah, yeah, absolutely turn. I absolutely turn around. I'm not riding on a donut. I'm so <laughs> my anxiety started kicking in. I'm not doing I'll, I'll tell you what, I probably would have risked it uh 
in my previous life. Like now, I don't know if you've heard James, but there's going to be a new uh, member to the comedy community. I'm having a little boy uh, and that's going to be happening at the end of June. I probably would have risked it before, but now that I got someone on the way, you know what I mean? That I got to take care of, I probably would have turned around. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, that's just, that's just my two cents on, on the issue. I, I definitely would have changed my own tire though. Deep down, I don't need much of an excuse to get out of a show. Um, <laughs> and I should have put this James. All it takes is just a little thunder. And I'm like, oh, you know what, guys? <laughs> My grandma just told me I need to stay and lay down in the corner, um, cut all the um, lights off, electricity, and I'm not doing a show. I'm going home. You know what? You know what? That's a good deal. As a matter of fact, we could make a deal right now. Anytime that you cancel Mike, can you just give me a call, James? Just be like, hey, uh, Glenn, <laughs> Mike cancel. You're up. That's the, you know what I mean? I'll be his pitch hitter. <laughs> I, I just feel like I feel like, I, I, and honestly, um, Glenn, because you 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 about to be a, a father, and I mean, I feel like we're talking around James, and James is listening. As, the fact that you do father, I think you're gonna need that money, yo. You're gonna need that mm. money more than me. Them, them damn them diapers, <laughs> they run out really fast. Um, right. They still pack a pack of sixty, but in like two days, they're gone. Wait, do you have? Uh, so what I'm getting out of that is that you want to give Glenn all the dates I gave you. Oh no, Thank you, Michael! No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Hey, not. just like his changer tire, I'll be his tire changer. You know what I'm saying? I'll be his comedy changer as well. Look, he can do my shows. Just send me the check. I'm uh... <laughs> Wait, do you have kids, James? No, I do not. Oh, okay, lucky you. All right, cool. No crumb snatchers. No. Yeah. So, well, it would be tough. Just the amount of hours I work. That would be. Awfully tough. How many hours are you working now? Like trying to get everything back? Well, right now during the pandemic, right, they're starting to ramp up a little bit. I just put in 70 last week. Dang. But when we're operating, it's anywhere from 65 to 100 hours, just depending on how much we have going on that week. I mean, because you got to think most of my uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday start at 530 in the morning because we've got to do morning press and drive around with the headliners and drop people off. And most days start at least at nine, and I'm still there nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night at the earliest. Wow! So I mean, it's a lot more behind the scenes stuff than just booking the show and hoping for the best. <laughs> now, so I, I that, know, that brings, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy, James, that has an SUV. Now he might have a car seat in the back, but. Uh, he don't mind putting <laughs> it and um, driving them around. And um, oh, his yeah. name is Glenn. Yeah, yeah, just move that car seat. You'll be good. No, but that, this this actually does bring up a pretty good question. Also, um, like recently, we've seen in the country, there's been all kinds of like labor shortages and and staffing shortages. Are you running up against that? Is that really um, like a problem that you've been seeing too? Because a lot of people are saying they can't get people to come into work. So we're we're in the middle. We're in the beginning stage. Well, really, we're in the middle of getting staff hired for the Rio. And we've had pretty easy, I guess, luck getting everything except for a kitchen manager or a chef. That's really the only position we haven't hired yet mm. um, would be that. Everything else, we didn't have a whole lot of trouble. We still need to hire like a few more servers and one or two more bartenders. But I think for us, it's a little easier because we're not looking for a whole bunch of full-time staffing. Most of our shifts are only four hours long, maybe five. So it's mm -hmm. people's part-time hours as opposed to a lot of people who are in the service industry where you're expecting to work eight to 10 hours in a shift. Yeah. So we're really, I mean, if somebody's working for us for the most part, you're, you're working there for extra spending money, not as a full-time uh, job or career. 
And, and Unless you're in management, that, then. Yeah, I also think it helps the fact that you're like you're serving, doing like a comedy show. So you know, yeah. you just you never know who's going to be in. Like you might, it might be your shift, and boom, you're you're doing the show for uh, Phase Our Love, you know. <laughs> so you get to right. hear his comedy, meet him afterwards, and you didn't have to pay. You just you get paid to watch him perform. Really not watching him perform, but you get to be in his yeah. in his essence, and you get a picture, and you got paid, and you got tips. Yeah, so, and, and I think that's a lot of it. And I, the people I have talked to that run, um, not comedy clubs are not in this market necessarily. Like House of Comedy's opening a new club in Texas. I guess everybody's opening a club in Texas. And uh, Cabin, uh, Creek and Cabin opened and moved from New York to Texas. And they said they haven't have really had huge issues getting staff. But I think that's a lot of it is because you're right. It's not your typical serving job. It is there is entertainment involved, and it's also for most people, it is not as many hours as a typical restaurant. So you're not working for the sometimes borderline uh, poverty wages that a lot of people would. You really, when you work for us or any really most comedy clubs, you're a part-time employee that you're doing it for the cash. We a lot of our people, we have several lawyers that work that are coming to be servers for us that they're just looking for something to get away from their day jobs. So, I mean, that, so the onus is less on us having to make sure that we can provide somebody a full-time income as opposed to they got the income and make 500 to 1,000 a week working five, three to five shifts. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what they, they make at, at, at the law? Like 500 yeah, a week? Yeah, it's just about. Uh, hey, look, can I, um, during, my, during the days you don't book me, can I do <laughs> <laughs> Friday. I didn't know. I didn't know. You, you've been holding. Yeah, I mean, out. typically, they, most <laughs> servers make about a, at least a hundred dollars a show. Mm. Mm. So That's I mean, that doesn't mean that we have seven servers making a hundred dollars. Just it's also we base how many people we schedule based on how busy the show is going to be. Well, I so know that, that we know on average, like this is what we that we can expect to make in sales and what servers expect to make because we want servers to make at least decent money i mean we can't promise them they're going to make a thousand dollars every single week but we know fairly reasonably they should be able to if they're working they're going to make a hundred dollars working that shift as long as they do what they're supposed to do what well, well, i know a guy who will, will host the show <laughs> and then bust some tables if necessary <laughs> <laughs> Just to say, if you just want to, if, I mean, I don't mind double dipping. I mean, just, just <laughs> I'm not really carrying trays in one hand, and I, I have a really short memory. So, I mean, if you could deal with that, I can do it. Well, and then we're actually upgrading our POS system, our point of sale system. We're actually going to go to the handheld devices for servers, oh. where they're actually mm -hmm. able to carry the systems with them and enter the orders in and take orders at table side and take payment at table side that way. A memory doesn't come into it, and B, we're hoping that that helps speed up service a little bit because that was really the one area that was our biggest area of opportunity was in speeding up our uh, speed of service, especially for just order entry and getting food out. Drinks weren't necessarily a huge issue, but getting the food out. So we're we're gonna have a brand new menu when we open, where it's gonna be a little bit more uh, upscale approach to the menu but it's still with an eye on just being able to get things out quickly and just streamlining a lot of our processes. Cause it won't be like the 30, 35 item menu we have before. It's only going to be about 20, but it's also 
a much higher quality than we were before in terms of but food menu. That's saying something because your food was actually like one of the best, uh, I think, uh, menus that was around for a comedy club. Like I, I actually enjoyed a lot of the food. If you couldn't tell from my belly, <laughs> um, I mean, we'll have some of the old standbys like the wings, the boneless wings will be back. We'll still be doing the mac, the scratch mac and cheeses. We're also adding um, like shrimp beignets and some vegan dishes and things oh. like that. So. Okay. okay. I, I was I was a cheeseburger guy. Y'all burgers were always nice and round. I believe it's real mm -hmm. meat. I can't, I'm not going to sit here and plug your. Oh food. yeah, I mean they well I, before the <laughs> shutdown, our we were using uh, Kobe beef for our burgers. Oh no wonder. And I think that's going to continue post pandemic. Them joints yeah. were always fire. I will say this though, this is just uh, going back to what you said. If you're if you're going to the handheld systems, that was of sucked for me because I was a big micro guy. Like I would stand around the micro when I used to serve, and that's why I would hit <laughs> on all the other little waitresses. You know what I'm saying? I got some of my best dates out from around that micro. That's going to be missing from your establishment. You know what I mean? If you go away from the micros, I think we'll all survive. <laughs> you think? <okay. laughs> that was but when no, my I game mean, was the, the best. <laughs> But yeah, the bartenders will still have the stationary systems, but servers are going to have the uh, mobile system just because that was one of our biggest bottlenecks in, uh, just in our processes where we had we would have seven, eight servers trying to enter orders on three point of sale systems. And when 200 people walk in all together, there's only so many orders you can punch in when you're waiting. <laughs> Yeah, so that'll be more strain on like the kitchen, the the chef staff because orders right. are coming in all at the same time, kind of. Right. So I think that's going to help it because now it's going to stagger the order entry. Not servers aren't going to be entering seven tables or six tables all together. Mm. They'll be taking that order, moving on, taking the next order. So there'll be a little more pacing, and then we think that's going to help the speed of service also. Because that's really, especially for a comedy club, you're trying to do service and half the time you would in a normal restaurant and everybody's walking it all together. So you've got to do everything. We, when we do something, we want it to be high quality mm -hmm. while at the same time, keeping an eye on that speed of service because we want people to be able to get the drinks in three, four minutes. We want them to be able to get their food in 15 minutes. So it's mm -hmm. a, the onus becomes, it's on us to figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. So I, another thing that I picked up on that you were talking about, like uh, clubs, like Creaking Creaking Cave, I think you said was moving to Texas. Some other clubs moved out of Texas. Some yeah. clubs in D.C. like shut down. What do you think of the landscape of like the D.C. comedy scene and where you are? Because it's, you, you know, obviously, no matter where you were before, you're elevated if you survived. Right. Well, and I think, I mean, for lack of a better term, the D.C. draft house closing while it was a hit to the scene, didn't necessarily affect us in terms of talent we were able to book, just because we're, we're, we were 100 seats bigger. So, so we weren't booking really, for the most part, the same comedians. But it, it does, it hampers the development in the area when, when you take a club off the scene, especially one that did book those kind of lower end um, national headliners, but were able to get it's a lot of local talent feature sets all with them. It does hamper the development to where we have to figure out ways that we can internally develop as opposed to seeing who's doing these shows there. Because now you've also got the improv where they don't have a lot of opportunities for local talent featuring as a rule, just because of the quality of the headliners they bring in. So you've got to figure out ways to develop. And that's so that's part of our 
social responsibility going forward is to figure out how we can put on shows and showcases and open mics that a make financial sense for us and b help the area develop because it if we can't if it doesn't make financial sense we we would only survive so long but at the same time we have to be able to help the area develop in uh, a town base because otherwise if we keep if we only book comedians from out of town at some point that pipeline dries up and what do you do so you need there needs to be a good yeah. quality local scene and that is going to take a hit with places like the draft DC Draft House and the Big Hunt not reopening. Yeah, I forgot about the Big Hunt not reopening. That was um, that was yeah. that was like that that was a as, as they say on the um on the reality shows, damn double homicide. That was well, uh, it looks of- like just reading between the lines with that. That looks like it may have been something that was already in the works prior to the pandemic, um, because the owner of the building died and his family for the was putting the building up for sale regardless. Mm-hmm. So it, there was always going to be a question whether the new ownership was going to continue. And there's still hope that, I mean, I know talking to some people who are linked to the big hunt, there's still some hope that whoever does buy that building might allow the big hunt to return. But I mean, that's a wishful thinking probably. Mm. How yeah. much are they selling it for? Do you know, did you get a, did you get a seven and a half million? So I, got, I, got, oh. I got I got I got $25 right now if they, if they... Look, I might if I could find some old bitcoin I might be able to go in there and scoop that up you know what I mean yeah cuz I, I know right now they're advertising it as the former location of the big hunt but it's also got rental apartments above it it's got a few apartments that they I guess previously used for like Airbnb rentals plus mm-hmm. they're advertising it to whoever buys the building that they're going to have the ability to split what the big hunt was and turn that into two different commercial spaces. So it sounds like they're trying to advertise to somebody who will go in and make that two separate um, lots or not lots, mm. but uh, facilities to rent as opposed to one big restaurant. Oh. So that's for me, when they're, they're advertising it like that, I think that doesn't bode well for a return of the big hunt. Yeah, it looks like they're it, they're they're mostly focused on getting their money as opposed to maintaining oh, yeah. what was. Yeah, yeah. I mean but, they're definitely in that mode of trying to get it off their hands because when they initially put it up for sale, they put it up for right at ten million dollars, and they've dropped it two and a half million in less than a year. So it's, it does sound like they're just trying to get it off their hands because I mean the guy who had it had it for seventy years, and now they're but it's his family, and I'm sure they don't want to have to deal with a. Building that wasn't exactly in the best repair in the <laughs> yeah from the get from them inheriting it yeah but I mean if, I, I think if they just take a look at how much money I and I don't know I don't know what the books look like right some people be cooking the books I'm I'm a guy who's now yeah. keeping who's in charge of his own um you know got the finances right keep his gas receipts so you know cooking the books I don't know if they've been cooking the books or not all I know is it was making a lot of money they had people cook you know that thing the big hunt the comedy portion stayed packed. So, well, and I, I think know. the comedy was doing well, but I mean, you got to think uh, with their arrangement with Sean. I mean, Sean was really the one packing that room, and he's he was financially benefiting. But the unless the club or unless the, the uh, bar is selling a lot of food and drink, mm-hmm. you still and I'm probably their rent was probably close to thirty thousand a month. Wow! So unless and at those those kind of things, especially at the price, they were relatively cheap for DC. Mm. You've got to sell a lot more than just the comedy if you're going to survive at those numbers, especially what, what did Big Hunt fit? Like 80, 90 people? Yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, and especially if you're only doing one show a night. Um, I know on Friday and Saturdays they did three, but you've got your bar has to be operating at full capacity at the same time. So well, it'll be, it wouldn't it'll surprise be. me. I mean, I don't know what their books look like either, but it was just, I mean, that was a lot of our after work stop. We would, after work, we would go up there and they were never at the capacity you would expect for that area. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens because just with the current climate in the country, how commercial real estate is like suffering because all these people have been working from home. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of buildings that are on the market, not getting sold like that. That might, might bode well. As a matter of fact, this is what I'm talking about. That's why you got to talk to your black friends. You, you should go up to the landlord <laughs> and be like, yo, I know the rent is here, but I know you ain't got people like you want people. Why don't you bump me down? To da -da -da, you know what I'm saying? That's, and yeah. then maybe that. Well, I'm kind of like, not a financial planner, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I mean, you've got U Street Music Hall that closed during the pandemic and they're up for lease and I'm sure somebody who, if somebody can go in there with the right kind of rental offer, you'll be able to uh, get a deal, at least for the first year as you get established. Because a lot of places will be willing to work with you for that first year or two, but then they're going to jack it up after that. So Yeah. And there ain't no jacking up. Ain't no jacking up. Jacking up. <laughs> you might have to hire some muscle. You know what I mean? It might, it might be the time to hire some muscle. I got muscle. Here. I got Glenn's, Glenn's future coming through. I got Glenn. And I, got, I, and I got James with the ponytail. Ain't no jacking up. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, if this little kid has hands like his mama, Stephanie got some hands, man. She's like, she's <laughs> she's got some hands, and her grandmother used to be a boxer too. So, you know, if he might be, a, he might he might be the muscle. Uh, it, you know, give him a couple years. <laughs> the way you keep checking your looking over your shoulder too, like she about to punch. I'm just making sure I'm not saying too much. That's all it is. <laughs> just making sure I'm not talk, I'm not letting like too much. <laughs> Hey, James. Hey, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for spending a little time with the radio podcast with me and Glenn um, and, and sharing your insight of what you're going through and what you've been through. I'm glad you made it through it. Um, I'm glad I'm in the books. And uh, yes. uh, <laughs> and um, and I'm, I'm glad you're on the other side of it. Looking forward to the reopening of DC Comedy Loft. And uh, real quick, um, if you want to give out some cheap plugs or, you know, upcoming shows, what's happening, uh, I already put the uh, yeah. website right there in the link so yeah i mean we've got michael blaustein coming up uh june 17th to 20th it looks like at least four of those shows are probably going to sell out even at 100 percent capacity we've got coco brown coming at the end of june and shane smith is also doing really well at the beginning of july and then we have kelsey cook i don't know shane smith yeah uh kelsey cook's going to be there july 8 through 10 and then uh, Dean Edwards, who just had his Netflix special on Day Ready, on, uh, is going to be there July 15th or 17th. So we've got a good calendar coming up. And then even later in the year, you've got Damon Wayne Sr., Jamie Wayne Jr., Christopher Titus, Pablo Francisco, Eddie Griffin, all coming later in the year. Okay, yes. okay. Okay. Well, uh, as my final uh, piece of this, if you take anything from this interview, James, just know you know a couple guys now. That's, that's the, you know, a couple guys. See, I got that. You wanted all of Mike's dates, and then uh, Mike wanted to host the open mic. Exactly what you were supposed to pick up on. <laughs> just, just know if, 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 if Glenn takes any of my dates, I take the check, and then I give Glenn a portion of my check. Don't, don't, I'm don't okay with that. He, he's don't, just, it's his rental fee for using the spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, get, don't give him the check directly because then I don't know if I'm going to get my portion back. <laughs> Mike, you keep talking. I'm going to pop your tires. I'm going to pop it's another tire. tire. 
And I like for most assistance because that's what I pay for rules that assistance for. Okay. <laughs> hey, James, it was nice talking to you again, man. Um, good Thanks, guys. You. I appreciate you. And congratulations me. for you know surviving through all this, man. It was tough, and yeah. you did it. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're we're getting there, and uh, th I think when we do reopen, I think the day prior to whatever the first show is, we're going to do like a friends and family, like local comedy, uh, soft open, just so we can kind of have everybody from the local scene in, and we'll do some kind of show for that. I know, but we got to figure out once we have a more firm idea of when exactly <laughs> the first day of us opening. It'll probably be the day before, because it's also going to give us opportunity to run through all of our new systems and new menu. And get any last minute kinks worked out. I know a guy who can host that show and has the patience of Job while you work with those. <laughs> things, right? I know a guy. Well, I will keep you in mind. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, James. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. <laughs> Always, man. Oh, <laughs> the name promote might be then just happen by accident. All right, guys. Hey. I just. <laughs> this is what it is. Promote might be. You know what I'm saying. That was a good interview, man. Good job. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Not you didn't do too bad yourself. You know what I mean? Not, not too shabby. I mean, you, you didn't you got your you, name out there. I mean, you didn't do too bad yourself. You was you was putting your resume out there, man. You know, I mean, if if I was promoting might be, you was definitely leveling up. You know what I'm talking there, about? There you go. <laughs> there you go. I was picking you know, up hitting the tough hitting questions. I'm, I was doing my journalism thing. And definitely, definitely have a career. Definitely had some had some um, questions there that needed to be answered. Um, we did, and they they were answered. We had some surprise guests come through, some surprise chats, if you will, come through. Hmm. Um, let me see what we got here. Like my man Tommy Simbazo has stopped through. I don't know how long he stayed. I don't know if Tommy in the building or not. Look, James said thank you again. Thank you, welcome, James. Thank you for coming through, man. We're glad to have you on, man. This is going to be out one day. I was supposed to be persistent <laughs> and dedicated to the to the to the podcast. I said I was going to release these episodes every Tuesday, and then mm. I didn't pay the bill. And they locked me out. Oh, damn! <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, they locked me out. But um, it's, it's paid. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about that. Hove did okay. that, so hopefully you got to go through that. Right. Um, <laughs> I, my checks in the mail, right? I check. I yeah, check yeah, absolutely. Right with the rest of the checks, they all floating right now. Just you know, okay. I'll, I'll let you know when <laughs> they cash. Right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when the cash. No, no. They, they, we get the check. Don't just go put it in the bank immediately. I wouldn't do that. Okay. I would. Ask, hey, I would man. call me for guidance. I would. Call I get a quick <laughs> thank you before I put put it in the in the bank. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about to cash that. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Now I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to cash that twenty five dollars. I wouldn't do that. Hey. There it yeah, is. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that, man. Um, real quick, it was something that happened. What's going on? What's up with the baby, man? What, what, what's up? With, we need a baby update, man. Before we go, man. oh, the baby's good. It's only got a month left uh, incubating, and uh, and that's uh, that's it. We're we're good. We've been um, you know nesting. There's still some nesting going on. Uh, we're mm -hmm. You know, Steph is growing. She's looking. She's looking pretty amazing. Um, I saw the glow. I saw the glow on the Instagram. She's glowing. The man. glow is the glow up. And uh, now I was a little upset because her glow was apparent. My glow was atrocious. I like. I need to do something with the with the hair. And I didn't know. I thought that was a for us picture. I didn't know it was a for everyone picture. You know oh no no! So I, if she takes a picture, that that picture. Did she take the picture? Did she ask for the picture? I think. So. I think so. I think so. I forget yeah, what it was. Big... It was it was a joyous moment, and then and I was like, "Ooh, I looked." 
<laughs> I look like I was having too much joy in that moment. Hey, look, just know that um, this is what I've learned. I've learned that if she, if if your woman, wife, significant other asks you for a picture, if she looks good in that picture, that picture going up. She don't care how you look. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right. I mean, she could have cropped me. You know what I'm saying? She could have made a silhouette. No, There's a lot of things nah, she could have done in that situation. Nah, man. Got my oh, wait a minute. Hold on, yo. What's up with my man? My man King Tinkton showed up out of nowhere. Nah, King my Tink can't King talk. King King Tink needs to go away. He was talking trash on J. Cole. He said J. Cole was trash. I mean, I'm taking the <laughs> king. <laughs> That's right. Making a little Steph Curry, bro. He's about to he's about to shoot him up. I got a little little. I don't know. He might he might be dark. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, my melanin will will carry over. He'll be a little dark, but he might be a little light-skinned dude. You know what I'm saying? He might. I know one thing. He's going he's going to have some handles. He's going to have a three-point shot. If he's like his pops, he's going to hustle when he's younger. He going to hustle. Yeah. King, we still music. got words over J. Cole though. You, you said you were sleeping on J. Cole. That hurt my feelings. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um J. Cole came out and uh J. Cole came out and I think that new Nikki showed up. And the first one I downloaded was the Nicki Minaj. I'll be honest with you. I, I downloaded Nicki Minaj and then I followed I that up know. by downloading the wait. Um, Nicki has a new joint out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um and I I I, I downloaded that one first before I downloaded J. Cole. I have yet to listen to J. Cole. It's, it's sitting on my phone. What's it sound like? I don't oh, know. Sit- What's the Nicki sound like? It's all right. I mean, this is exactly what Nicki would sound like, you know. Sound pink album with your new song. <laughs> whatever the pink album is plus one new song which i think i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna release I'm gonna, every time I, I come up with a new comedy album i'm gonna do all of the same jokes of the first album and just and just make one new joke <laughs> it's gonna add all one right. new joke again. and be like hey it's the it's the brown album you know <laughs> there you go tink where you at man Tink, where you at? Tink said J-, J. Cole makes good meditation music. <laughs> I'm to, we got a, a few more. That's, that, that's, that's what it is, man. You got to, you get, you get what you call it. You get elevated by uh, J. Cole. I'm trying to see. Tink, if you want to get on, man, I'm going to send the link. I'm going to send the link for a second. We got a few seconds. We got a few seconds. We got a few minutes. Hey, look, this, this is what I love about the open mic radio show. It starts early and stays late. You know what I mean? That's the key hmm. to winning. That's dedication. That's how you promote Mike B. That's how you promote it, man. And that, and that just promote Mike B, man. I just want to make sure that we level up Glenn, you know? Oh, um, thank you know, you. Level up Glenn, man. Some people, you know, some people, some people, I know a person who thinks that, mm. you know, you know, it's all about me. And it's not. It's never been about me. It's about, you know, promote Mike B. When I first started saying it, I was actually promoting other people's shows that I wasn't on. I'd be like, mm. yo, um, Hannah's Basement, May 28th, hosted by Glenn. Um, hashtag promote Mike B. That's all I was doing. I was just throwing <laughs> at the end there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm just, I mean, what that was that that what I'm doing? I'm not on the show, but what was that, what was I doing? I was promoting your show, right? Yeah, hashtag promote Mike B. Some people took that as me promoting myself, and I wasn't. And then I was like, fuck it, maybe I am. I don't know. Who am I? Who am who I to take you to say? Who, who, who am I to try to change your mind if you if you keep catching that low hanging fruit? So mm. who am I? 
Hey, Same. speaking of promoting, can I just promote real quick? Because I saw I, I saw this <laughs> person. Uh, they 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 don't need no promotion, but I'm gonna throw it to him anyway because I saw some things on on Facebook I didn't like. I'm giving a shout out to comedian D'Lo, man. D'Lo is hilarious. She can't close any show. She's dope. Uh, we put her on a lot of level up shows. Um, and if we start doing shows again, she's she's one of the um, first people that we are are gonna uh, hit up. So shout out to D'Lo if she's listening. Shout out to D-Lo. Um, I remember when D-Lo first started. I remember when D-Lo where she's at. And I know where D-Lo's at right now. And um, Oh, where? Yeah. I mean, I know is she, when, is I'm she listening then? No. I don't know if she's listening okay. right now. Well, I don't no, know. She's in the wrong spot. She should have been listening because she got a shout out here. Yeah. Wherever you're uh, out, if they're not shouting you out right now, you should have been here is all I'm saying, yeah, D-Lo. That's, and, and, that's, and that's your fault. That's your fault for not listening because we promoted it. But yeah, um, yeah D-Lo's cool people, man. <laughs> and uh, real funny. And uh, I don't know who they are. I don't know who's saying what. But my my advice to D-Lo is don't focus on who's saying what to who. Focus on you. Because we keep looking back. You're not looking forward. Hey, now. That was a word. There you go. Hey, was I that just, a word? I, I, that was, was a word. word. I'm just it throwing it out there. When we when we get shows again, you know what I'm saying? Once we start running again, we we, we got your back. You know what I'm saying? We I don't want to stick too much on the, on the DC comedy drama. I don't want to, on the, on the beef. I don't want to, I don't want to turn this. I, into no, I was just I was throwing love out there, just yeah, like no, I was throwing love to King Tink until he started talking about J. Cole. King Tink ain't saying shit. I'm trying to wait for King, King Tink to shit. accept my invite. Bring him, bring him in here. Get his get his high yellow tail in get here. In. Get in here, Tink. I sent you the link. There's no excuse, Tink. Get in the, you got the link. Get in. We got a few. We got four minutes left. I would like to get somebody. I said the link like four different people, and um, no, right. one, no one, no one accepted the link. Um, and also, well, I'm going to shout time. out my homegirl Ty Davis. Who, um, if there was an MVP, an MVP of the pandemic, if there was giving out awards like most approved, uh, coach of the year, uh, social media com- comic of the year, whatever, there's definitely an MVP, and that lady is Ty Davis. Um, from where she started before the pandemic to right now, where she's mm. at road comic traveling she just did utah she's in and um she did, I think utah. She, did, she just did wisconsin she's with a lot of your favorite comedians who are um who are um, um viral um right now um with like kev on stage she does the tour kev on stage etc etc so um what I, I i wish i had to um be being insecure of my talent uh i was seeing what she was doing trying to mimic it as far as how to you know get followers and stuff like that. and I could bit that, but um I was insecure of my talent. She just kept on going on, and now she you know she's killing it right now, man. Um, Ty Davis, um, y'all give it a look, give her a follow. Lots of love, MVP of the pandemic, yo. She came in one way, came out boss, you know. So that's that's love, man. Um, Tink ain't getting on, man. I, I, I'm giving up on Tink. <laughs> I'm giving up on Tink because I got to watch AEW. I need this 30 minutes to get my life together so I can watch AEW. Hey, who's who's playing tonight? Do you know who's playing tonight? Um, the Wizards of the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, okay. Uh, them, them Sixers are playing tonight. I got to go get, get get on that game. Now, when's that start? That starts in like 30 minutes, don't it? Hey, I mean, don't worry. Once the, once the horn goes off, once the horn goes off, um, Hey Jennifer, I sent you the link too. You should you should get on. You should get on here for your birthday. Um, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your so birthday. yeah. So it's, hey. So, it's, so tonight is Philly versus um Washington. Philly's up, of course. Of course. Um, Atlanta versus New York. That game was crazy too. That New York energy was off the Blickums. And Memphis versus Utah. I do was gonna get somebody. I got my man. <laughs> Um, Broken Mike Comedy's own, my brother in, let me add him to the stream, Brandon Moore. Oh, Lord, he came through in the... 
<laughs> Yo, I, I am resting comfortably. Um, Mike was trying to get someone out, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm half naked. It's not my show, so why the hell not? But uh, what, what's up, guys? Um, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We, we got a stockpile. We got a stockpile. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, 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 what up, niggas? It's a double, double uh, white oh, beater joint. Wow. Hey, cool. I don't know why the White House ship's behind me, but I, I don't. I just, I, I I just want to say. I just want to say real quick to everybody, yo, King, another person who is most improved. If if Ty Davis is the MVP, King Tink is most improved. This dude was skinny as hell before the pandemic. <laughs> I know he got some guns. Dude, you look like, <laughs> oh, you look like he just got he just got back from fucking a bunch of interns. Yo, I'm just I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm trying to come out of quarantine a better person. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> this dude can't, this dude look I'm, I'm oh see Mike has been freezing up. Oh, Mike been freezing you know up, what a dude gets for they start wearing the ball trash. Mm. Mike, Mike, you need to get your connection Ooh, first together, of all, bro. First of all, I got too many, first of all, too many people on the stream. All right, that's what it is. Too many people on the stream. I'll cut you out. I don't need that. <laughs> hey, so but, what's, um, what's going on? First, who are we talking to first? Brandon, give us an update. How how's life going, bro? What are you up to? Um, pretty much just the same old stuff. Um, getting ready for Broken Mike Comedy to come back in um three weeks. So um we're about to take over Tuesdays again and um another night during the week. Uh since we got two weekly shows now and um trying to lock down some weekend stuff. And you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil everything, but you know, we got we got some stuff in the works. So we just try to okay. you know, just 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 rebuild some stuff, you know, cause a little bit of chaos okay. uh, on the streets. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Just getting ready for the return. Um, the people are waiting for it. They're ready for it. And I think uh, it's gonna be fun this this time around. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We got some. We're in the kitchen, um, cooking. Me and Brandon. So I'm um, looking forward to it. We're doing some big things. Um, King Ting, what you got going on on your end? Man, shit, ain't nothing, man. I got a show uh, Sunday Memorial Day weekend. They moved it from Frederick to. Uh, to Rockville, so I'm gonna be in Rockville yeah. on uh on the 30th. And that's that's pretty much it. I ain't been doing nothing. I'm about to I'm about to do it. I'm about to do a character. I told you and Brandon both about the character. So I'm just waiting <laughs> on my my stuff to come, man. It's gonna be fun. Oh, I think damn, I think I once, know. Once, once you debut that character, I think I'm gonna be as nemesis. I was trying to figure <laughs> out. I'm, <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> I might. I might also. I'm with it. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah, I, I just want to see if I can do it. I think it would be fun as hell, man. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I, I always live by the I always live by the adage: there's no such thing as a bad idea. Bad <laughs> right, idea right. You, you got to throw it out there and see what sticks to the yeah. wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's been plenty of ideas that I've seen that I thought about, and like I either procrastinated on it or never did it. And then you just look on social media one day, and then like somebody does the idea, and it goes viral, and you just right, sit there. man. That's <laughs> so many goddamn times. I was like, damn, I should have just did that, man. Like you know how yeah. uh, Tony Baker? I ain't say Tony Baker got it. I was, I was like, I should do voiceovers or animals, and yeah, well, I just right. never did it. And then I'm like, and then this nigga just took off. I was like, shit, I should have did that shit. Or, yeah, or, say- or even not even you don't even gotta go that far. Scott Sice. Uh, doing the, right. the joint from work, you know what I mean? How many times I, I thought, you know, who the next one is probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Anthony Oaks. Have you seen his uh office, office I cubicle did. videos? Yep, yep, hilarious. Man, it's just like I see a lot of people that you know, what I'm saying that you see all the time, and it's like I, I was in, I, I shot a scene for a web series with Scott like a couple weeks ago, 
And then the next day, LeBron retweeted his fucking video. And then and then uh, the Baltimore Sun did an article on him. And I was mm. like, oh, shit, you're somebody now. Oh, God damn, <laughs> let me give you your respect. I'm up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like right there, bro. <laughs> I messaged him and he never got back to me. I was like, "Damn, he, he's he's flown the coop." You he's know what busy, I'm man. He's busy. Yeah, dude. This dude gave me a thumbs up. I like, yo, you the dude right now, man. You killing it. He just gave me. He didn't even take time to even say thank you or nothing. He just held. The, he just held my my message, but he gave me the thumbs up. <laughs> he's busy, man. He's busy. That's all I got time for. Be lucky you read it. He can't even type it. He just going just gonna hold it down and hit, give me hey, the man. thumbs up, huh? Hey man, he got stuff to do. He got moves. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear a skit too. That's just out of the question now. That's just, I'm hey, just, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm available. Yeah, <laughs> I know a but, guy. But they, know, they had to be white for this skit because uh, I need somebody. No, I need somebody to play Chet Hanks in the skit. So. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, it's a white boy summer. If you didn't know. <laughs> But hey, thank y'all for um hey, thank y'all for coming in at the last minute, man. Hey, I'm gonna get one of y'all on either next week or we got the next whatever. We're gonna we're gonna um, coordinate something. Um, uh, hey man, just call me up next time. I wear a shirt too. I promise. I promise. Yeah, hey no nah, man, no nah, you ain't gotta wear a shirt, man. You ain't gotta wear a shirt. <laughs> you keep me wanting to stay in the gym, so you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> I, I but I appreciate y'all, man. All right, brother. All right, man. Both All of right. these niggas just got back from banging somebody's mama. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw him a parting shot on the way out. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I was waiting for Jennifer to get on, but I guess she's working. So, with that being said, man, I'm going to go ahead and cue us. And let me know if you can hear this, Glenn. I need to know if I can, because there's no point in doing it if you can't hear it, right? Um, I hear nothing. Let me know if you can hear this. Sean. I haven't started it yet. I haven't started it yet. Oh, let's see. Here we go. Can you hear this? Nope. What about now? Hear that? Yep. Yep. Oh, nice great. Move. Okay, cool. Hey, man, thank y'all for listening to the On My Radio podcast. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, Glenn, real quick, let people know where they can get in contact with you, how they can find you, etc. Well, you can find me at levelupcomedy.com. Uh, every Tuesday, I'm posting a new Blurred Dad podcast uh, this coming week. Uh, we're still locking down our, our guests for this coming week, but we got some cool people lined up in the weeks to come, including my mama, who's an author. She's going she's gonna to talk to us for, for a little bit. But we also have some pretty uh, fun comedians in addition to that. So stay tuned to that. Uh, also, my special is still out on, on YouTube. It's probably old news now. You know what I'm saying? It's almost six months or whatever. But it's I got to say something on the Level Up Comedy uh, YouTube channel, which is Level Up Comedy DC on you know YouTube. Uh, Glenn Lawrence Comedy, just you know, all around. Google me. Hopefully, after that interview we did with James, you'll see me at the Comedy Loft as well. Hopefully. <laughs> or if Mike drops out. If Mike drops out, then, you know. Maybe. I'm never dropping out. Mm-hmm. I'm never dropping out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you'll get a flat tire, and I'll be able to make it then. Maybe. I might just take an Uber. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what you gotta I got to have, have my Uber money ready, yo. Um, how about the bid coming up? Um, June, no, actually, tomorrow. I'm oh, I forgot the- Hannah's basement. I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. Also, Hannah's basement, I'm gonna be doing that, uh, this, this week, the 28th. Uh, so a couple days, Friday, Friday. Hannah's oh, basement, secret location. 
Look up Hannah's Basement on Facebook to get them tickets in the secret location. All right, I might stop through there too. What's that? That's hey, come on through. Come on through, man. Yeah, that's right. Is Stephanie gonna be yeah. there? Uh, nah, she ain't gonna be there. Okay. Oh, so I know you, so you coming. You coming straight home? Then is what I'm hearing. I'm coming straight home. I'm going straight <laughs> there, straight home. I might not even say hi. I'm not giving pounds or nothing. I'm doing my job and getting home. I got some black gloves for you, so you get those pounds. So, so safety, some safety pounds. Listen, if I don't get straight home, Stephanie's going to have black gloves on. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, almost ladies' night with my man Tommy Taylor Jr. Uh, so hey. Go on my IG. You'll see the um, advertisement. Let me know if you're coming through. Um, I hook you up. Also, June the 11th, I just booked. I'm at the Tally Ho Theater. What? Um, for the DC Improv. Say it again. I say I'm at the, the, the Tally Ho Theater at the DC Improv. Um, and also, June 12th, I'm doing the Heavyweight Comedy Show at Secret Location. And um, yeah, that's all I got in my June. I say I have to say, if you, if you heard any spaces in my dates, Feel free to book me. I'm not doing nothing. I got time. Please book me. Anywho, though my radio podcast is um this show will be uploaded this Tuesday. Next week we might have another guest, or it could just be me and Glenn. I don't know. I really appreciate all you guys listening. I appreciate Glenn for being on. Thank you, brother, for being on. Um always. And until until we meet again, everybody, I love you all and good night. Uh Okay, I'm in the podcast now. Good night, everybody. Go on now. Listen, <laughs> go watch Pose. Go watch Pose. <laughs> Go Sixers. <laughs>